Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The Colleen and Bradley Show on a Saturday at the Minnesota State Fair. A very special episode. Good afternoon. This is our Cobra Tell All episode. Much anticipated. It's an annual event. No, we've only done it once, okay, so, so nothing's annual. Second, until so now it's an annual event. Yeah. Because we're doing it today. And we, you know, I just thought, you know, maybe as we cross over, let's, let's hang on to Donna and Steve for a hot moment. Okay. Um, because the Cobra Tell All episode, Bradley, do you want to explain what it is? Well, we're literally just going to answer everybody's questions. Any questions you have about what goes on behind the scenes at My Talk 1071, any questions you have about any of the hosts behind the scenes, personal details, driver's license numbers, credit card information, Social it's security all out numbers. there today. Right? Age. <laughs> so, okay, so I thought, you know, we were just chatting off air, and I thought, you know what? We're going live. Let's, Don and Steve are still here. Let's ask them. Do you guys have any, like, you're kind of the newest show. That is very true. And so, uh, do you have any things that you would like to know about your coworkers that you think we need to divulge during the Cobra Tell All episode? Ooh. Now, I should also mention, if you miss any part of this, or if you can only listen to a few minutes and then you want to go back to it, whatever, uh, there is a landing page on the MyTalk 1071 uh website mytalk1071.com and it's the state fair landing page and this will be up for listen later okay. so if you oh, miss okay. anything so like when you yes. guys go walking away and you go what did they say about us you'll be able to go back and listen keyword fair i exactly. believe exactly thank you uh who should we be most afraid of on the air staff what do you mean most afraid of it depends on what your fears are i don't know based based on your own fears. like coming up behind you on a moment's notice and not acknowledging themselves no more like who's the scariest person that you don't want to get on the wrong side of Ooh, that's a great question i mean we're not getting that deep like i would say me actually i would say me really no i'm kidding what be afraid no i'm just kidding what kind of questions are you looking for well, I mean, really, we want to know what anybody really wants to know, but we have some stories about guests that we've had in the past. Oh. We have some stories about things that have happened on Project Down in Dirties of yore. Um, we have some just funny stories, like about the time that we um, tried to play an April Fool's joke and it went all wrong. Elizabeth Reese just oh, yeah. retold this story <laughs> because I was, she was telling the, the story that uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago... I scared Donna, which I like to do, as she was coming over into the studio that I was in, and I saw her pick up her coffee, and I said, I'm going to scare the crap out of her, and she's got coffee, even better. Now, I did not think that the coffee was scalding, because A, it really never is, but B, she had already gotten it beforehand. So, And I thought, maybe I would spook her, and it would be a little like, oh my goodness, I spilled, and now it's coming down. 
I scared her when she opened the door and just went, huh? And she splashed it directly into her face. All over her face. All over her face, on her hair, on her clothes, on the door. And I said, you know, I'm never going to scare you again. And so I told that story in the Twin Cities Live office. And Elizabeth recounted the April Fool's story and how... uh, (laughs) How that went wrong. How it went way wrong. Was this the stink bomb? It did not. It has Mm -hmm. to do with the stink bomb. It did not go well. So um, I guess maybe that is a good... uh, That would be an indicator that now might be a good time to tell that story. Sure, we can do that. Do you... But while we've got them here, otherwise, do we want to let them get about their fair day? Or do you guys have questions? I'm on my way to a milkshake. Um, Gee, you know... You just talked for two hours. It's okay if you can't come yeah, up with guys, anything. We're not going to put you. We put you on the spot. If My it's all good. thighs are so sweaty right now. Nice. Okay. And we'll go dry off. And uh, so that's uh, like clogging. That up is the first thing on your mind. Tubes. You go get into air conditioning. No, I'm just going to take my pants off and walk the fairgrounds. Okay, fun. So everybody look for Steve <laughs> Patterson pantsless no at the fair. <laughs> and Donna, yes. Thank you for hanging. Oh with my us. gosh, I didn't contribute anything. Sure, you did. We were worthless. I right do want to know who your worst interview was. Oh, we are definitely going to tell that story. Okay, that I cannot wait to, to hear that. And a lot of our listeners have probably already heard that story. But we've had a lot of other crappy interviews, too. So <laughs> it's not just one. Like, there's right. the worst. Well, I will say it wasn't even the worst interview. It was actually a really good interview. It was just the, the worst celebrity uh, experience that right. we've had. You know, and Donna, like, you have interviewed countless, as has Steve, of course. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could just ask you really quickly as you're leaving. What is What was the... Can you tell us who the worst celebrity interview you've ever done was? Whoever has one first, feel free to jump in. I was interviewing Morgan Freeman and Matt Damon. And it was for a movie that they were in called Invictus. And I was at the point in my career, I was working for Reels, but I was kind of known as like, you know, when he does a red carpet or an interview, we always try to take a comedic angle, get them off their normal talking points. So it was a great lesson because I learned that even if you think funny is your strength, you don't always need to go there. You can just do a normal, meaningful interview. Uh. So Matt Damon and Morgan Freeman sitting there. Morgan Freeman had long been rumored to play Nelson Mandela. If anyone would play Nelson Mandela, it had long been rumored. Now, this is when Nelson Mandela was still alive, I should mention. So in the movie Invictus, Morgan Freeman finally plays Nelson Mandela. I, as a joke, at the end said, Morgan, is there any truth to the rumor that Nelson Mandela is being considered to play you in an upcoming biopic. Crickets. Oh, God. And then, I mean, I felt my insides. If I didn't poop my pants, I don't know what I did. Something happened. And then he slowly, in the voice of God, said, No. So I wrapped up, got out of there, and thought, you idiot. Now, the only thing that... Oh, oh, uh, Matt Damon comes to my aid. Thank God for Matt Damon. Because he said, but it's only because of schedule conflicts. So he saved me. So oh, then so I go, he, oh, he, good. He, was, yeah. he knew I was joking. So we went back and very quickly we watched the footage. So when you do an uh, uh, interview with two people, they give you um, a single camera of just Morgan Freeman, a yeah. single camera of just Matt Damon, and then a wide shot where you see both of them. So I, as I was watching it back, just so afraid of how bad it looked on camera. When I said that line, 
Matt Damon laughed. Okay. So I so thought, he got the joke. Matt oh. Damon got me. Morgan didn't, and you know, maybe Morgan just wanted you to sweat a little bit. Yeah, I did, man. He let that <laughs> that silence hung there. If it was for two seconds, it may may as well have been twenty minutes. Yeah, that's that the worst when you're both on two different pages. Like you're like, I'm gonna be funster guy, yes. and they're like, I'm in serious mode. It yeah. was a good. And lesson. you know yeah. when that usually happens is when it's a comedian that's on so with true. you, and you're like, this is gonna be such a fun interview, mm-hmm. and then the comedian is like. Next question. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk, who plays Saul Ooh, I love in Better him. Call Saul. Yeah, he's the best. He was on Twin Cities Live. No. And he was real. We just really remember him being very subdued, almost dark, and to the point where when some people were wanting to take pictures with him after, and he was sort of offhanded just talking about, oh, you know, sometimes just doing this and. I wonder, like, the whole, the racket of it all, and just where, where we were joking afterward, like, do we need to do a welfare? T- is Bob okay? <laughs> is he okay? Because there was nothing of the joy and the comedy. Right. And I know some right. comics can get in their head. Right. But he was particularly somber. Which is so surprising. I do feel like comedians are not always what they're cracked because up they're to be. Because they're really good at their one-liners, and, their, yes. and they've mm-hmm. crafted their act right. so right. accurately. Donna... That they can't do anything but their act. Right. And you've interviewed a lot of people on the radio. Radio interviews, I feel like you can get away Ugh. with a little bit more uh, obnoxious or yeah. uncomfortable or awkward guests because you can, you know, you don't have the added uh, danger of having to, like, look at them. And, yeah. Yeah, right. right. And you can make faces right. to your co-host. Right. Like, what's up his butt? And we, yeah, we will yeah. turn off our microphones and have right. a full conversation while they're talking. Like, this exactly. Going yeah. We're all going to, yeah. Mickey yeah. Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Really? Uh, I interviewed with my co-host at the time didn't we were interviewing him for a night at the museum did you guys yeah, see that no film? i no. didn't see it but i do remember that i never saw it either and he was doing his character oh. which i guess is this cranky dude mm. in the movie we didn't see the movie we're like what is his problem oh god he was so just like no yelling idea. at us the whole time we hang up we're like <laughs> oh my god what a disappointment. That was the most horrible thing. Did you talk about it on the air? Yes. Okay. And it wasn't until a couple of years later when my co-host saw the movie, he's like, Donna, I just had a revelation. Mickey Rooney was doing his character, thinking oh, that we knew what he was Which doing. Which you should oh, never do. I just feel no, like that's a that's bad dangerous. idea. Unless it's like Borat or well, something. There's one right. where you would want it to be in person, because if he was dressed the part and sort of giving you a wink, but then you lose all of those visual cues right. when it's a telephone. Yeah, you, you know? have yes. no idea what's going like, on. I don't know why. He's not playing along. Right. Yeah. We're like, God, he's so crabby. Well, like Gilbert, we have Gilbert Gottfried on the show, and he just yelled at us the whole time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> was, we had this moment before we interviewed Gilbert Gottfried. We didn't know how to ask the question, but we were like, who are we getting? Like, is Gilbert Gottfried actually a, ra- a real person? Right. And that's that voice that he does is an act, or do we get the duck? Is that what we're getting? Do we get the Affleck duck? We got yeah, the duck. That Affleck duck. And yeah. there was just it was very and we didn't quite know what to do with him, and it was kind of a womp womp. Yeah, back yeah. to comedians. They're just they're usually I don't know. I found them to be a hard, like you never know going into the interview what you're going to get, and I feel like. It's more incumbent upon us to be a little bit more thoughtful in like figuring that out in Feeding advance. Feeding them lines. Or tell them. How about we just get out of the way and you do a, a PG part of your act? Right. Tell us what you're expecting out of this yeah. experience. Because the worst thing is when you ask them a question and then they're like, no. You know, right. to your yeah, and you're like, you're like really? oh, no doesn't do me any good here, people. We yeah. interviewed Andy Cohen uh, the day after oh, his yeah. big 
birthday celebration. And I mean, he just, it, he had to have been lying down in his bed. And yeah. you're expecting, he is this bolt of electricity yeah. anytime you see him on television. And he was very subdued. You know who I will say was very nice, though? Jeff Ross, who is, of course, the, uh, the roast, roast master yeah. Oh, yeah. of all these Comedy Central roasts. He wasn't on, and he wasn't super funny, but he was super lovely and very sweet and very genuine. So that so was a nice, nice surprise. You'll take yeah. that. You'll take yeah, that. I'll take that over, you know, somebody just being, yes, no. Yeah. Oh, I do hear, I have one more. This was not our interview, but this happened um, when Ian and Marjorie used to do the morning show. They were a married couple who did the morning show on my talk years ago, and they had an interview with Chris Jenner. And she conducted the entire interview <laughs> on her elliptical machine. Yeah. Oh, yes. Panting into her, into her cell phone and giving pretty much like real short, sharp one-word answers. And at one point, Ian, because Ian was not one to pretend like, Bradley and I will pretend like, we're, while we're staring at we're each other like polite. this is going this train has gone yeah. off the tracks yeah. and we just need to get to the break so that we can talk about it on the other side yeah, and we'll like overcompensate and be overly allowing right. of that kind of thing Ian just calls it out so Ian was like what are you doing and she's like, I'm working out. I have to multitask. And he just was like, he shut it down. Yeah. It was, I used to do that, too. Because yeah. then they realize, then they have a little bit more self-awareness. Yes. Where and you're like, really? Are you listening to me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Girls got to multitask, though, exactly. I tell you. I mean, she's a busy lady. Yeah. She's a busy lady. And you guys are busy people, too. Yes. Thank oh, you sure. so, so much. Thank enjoy you for having the us. fair. Enjoy uh, Cobra Tells All. Thank you. I'm going to go get a malt from Sadie's. And why don't you oh, dry off That's those my favorite. Yeah, right, Other yeah. than the dairy barn, yeah. dry Sadie's off, is where too. it's at. Dry yes. off those yeah. sweaty thighs. Yep. All right? Yep. All right. So watch Shit. for Steve Patterson, pantsless at the Minnesota State Fair. And sockless. Donna, I believe, yeah. is keeping her clothing I'm on. I'm going to keep them on. Okay, I'm going to keep this good. on. Yeah, thank sounds you. Sounds good. Thank okay, you. well, have a fun day, you guys. Thanks, you guys. Now, I want to remind our audience, both uh, live here at the Minnesota State Fair and out in listener land, that you we'd love to take your questions as well. If you've got if you've got a question you'd like to hear our answer to about the people we work with, about our show, about the mechanics of who any, knows what. Any, any questions you have for Team Cobra, we will answer them. 651-641-1071. Send us an email or a tweet or uh, let us know out here at the fair. And uh, I think when we come back, maybe we should do our worst guest. Oh, that yeah, let's do that. We'll right. do uh, some worst guests okay. after this on the Colleen and Bradley show, Cobra Tells All on My Talk 1071. It's the annual Cobra Tells All episode on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Good that afternoon. Is Bradley Trainer. And typically you hear yes. us um, Monday through Friday from noon to three. But we're out here at the fair on Saturday. Exactly. And we are doing a very special episode of the Colleen and Bradley Show. We call it Cobra Tells All. And, uh, you know, we were kind of going in this direction anyway, but... Angela asked a very good question, and I appreciated the uh, cobrization of the way she asked the question. She said, who was the deep, biggest D-bag you ever interviewed? And I thought, that is a great way to talk about our worst interview. Well, yes, and it's our worst interview. I will say it was, uh, so, well, actually, I don't know who you're thinking of for worst interview, because I would classify this as not the worst interview. I would, are you talking about Vicky? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. 
We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, yeah, I mean, she wasn't, you're right. She wasn't our worst interview. No, she was the worst celebrity that ever showed up at our station for us on our show. She was the most disappointing. In my yes. mind, Vicki Lawrence was the most disappointing celebrity interview because we had very high expectations of what Vicki Lawrence would be when she showed up. And she was not that way. She didn't she was show up the way a, we wanted her. Very much a diva in a way that we didn't quite understand. So let's talk about Vicki Lawrence. Um, and then we can talk about maybe some other de- actual D-bags during the interview yeah. or people who just, you know, kind of did a really crappy yeah. interview, right? Okay, so Vicki Lawrence, of course, you all know from? Somebody say radio? Radio? What is okay, this, so 1800? We okay, were thinking so, more along the lines of like the Carol Burnett so Show. So Carol Burnett Show, and then of course she went on. We grew up with Mama's Family, right? Yes. And so Vicki Lawrence, we've known her growing up. We, you know, like I just, I'm an old school old-fashioned kind of guy when it comes to TV and comedy, and I loved growing up watching Carol Burnett and uh, Vicki Lawrence, even though before our time, and I know, Colleen, you did too. Yes. Um, so we were very excited when we learned that Vicki Lawrence was going to be uh, on the show, and she was coming to the show to do an interview about... Her chronic hives. Yeah, she had chronic hives. Yeah. And so her latest gig... Literally, her latest paid job was to go around the country and talk about hives because it was for a drug company, I think. Yeah. And um, But, you know, uh, people who have hives, I'm sure they want to know. Vicki Lawrence is one of them, and they're not alone. Right. So and so we, we thought, were like, okay. Yeah, we'll talk to her about her hives we'll talk for to about a her minute. Dumb hives. And but then, we'll talk to her about the things we want to know. Now, I should we should mention, uh, as a bit of foreshadowing, um, just prior to that, maybe, I don't know, six to nine months prior, she had been uh, doing a one woman show. And we very excitedly got tickets to this show. Yes, and it was it was at uh, Grand Casino Hinkley, right? Okay, I, I, yeah, probably Grand Casino Hinkley. We went to see Vicki Lawrence, and she did her mama. But I will say that the the that her one woman show was like from circa nineteen ninety three. Right? Yeah, it and was it was very, definitely 2015, very, 16-ish. Very old. Yeah. Like, her jokes, you could tell this girl had been carrying those jokes for many, many years. And God bless her. I mean, she's, you know, doing the casino circuit. She's making a living. It's Vicki Lawrence. She's at a point in her life where maybe she just wants to, you know make a few bucks. She was and, telling, uh, just to give, put some perspective here, she was telling jokes about George Bush. And yeah. I mean George Herbert Walker Bush. Yes. George H.W. Bush. The older yeah. one. Okay. So that's how so, old her jokes So were. that was foreshadowing for the interview. So she shows up in our lobby. Guests usually come to the lobby at Hubbard. And, um, you know, we both walk out there because, of course, we both want to see Vicki Lawrence. And... Um, She's got two handlers. I think it was two handlers and Vicki Lawrence. The two handlers could not have been nicer. Hey, nice to see you. This is totally normal when we do celebrity interviews. You small talk, talk small to the, talk, small, small talk. talk. Thanks for coming. Oh, Did you have a nice so trip? Yeah. What else are you doing? Because usually on a day like that, they're going 
from place to place to place. TV station to radio station to TV station to radio station, blah, blah, blah. So we're just one of many stops. And I will tell you that other foreshadowing, we had gotten, I had seen on... um, on social media yes. that she had done an interview I think it was on WCCO I yeah. hope I'm really not telling things out of school but one of the people over at CCO was like uh, well that went well on Twitter on Twitter yeah. and I was like oh I wonder what that's all about I want to know more so then there we are Vicki Lawrence first of all Colleen could you do your best Vicki Lawrence impression yeah and I don't mean like on Mama's Family. I mean like when she was yeah. in our lobby. So uh, just to give you a, a visual, she's holding a phone in her hand and doing, you know, like anybody does when they're scrolling through their phone. But we're having this conversation with the handlers. So that would be a signal maybe to put the phone down and engage yeah. with the human people. Because normally it's like, we get it. You're somebody, you're not paying attention. I will tell you, the more famous people think they are, the less they pay attention to the world around 150% them. 150% true. And it is always, it is it has no bearing on how famous they are actually are it's how famous they think they are exactly because uh we have interviewed some very famous people i mean even our like you know quaint little midday radio show we've been very fortunate to see some really awesomely incredibly accomplished famous people right yes and um, world leaders, you know, religious yeah. figures, the Pope. No, I don't know what I'm, you're talking I'm totally about. lying right now. <laughs> but my point is, like, and they're, they're very outgoing, very boisterous, gregarious, happy to see you. And Vicki Lawrence was like, <laughs> So she's got her phone in her hand. She's scrolling, 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 scrolling. And then it's like she realizes very suddenly that there are two new people in the conversation. And they might be the people that she's there to be interviewed by. And so she takes her phone and shoves it two inches from our faces and goes, look at these dogs. And they are not even her dogs. No. They are, she's looking at an Instagram video. Yeah, it's like somebody's dog videos on Instagram. And, and that's Actually, all. Actually, it was that's probably Twitter because I don't think she's on Instagram. But yeah, she was like, look at, my, look at these dogs. And we're like, okay, great. That's do- Let's go do the interview. And then back That's to weird. her phone. And the people are like, thanks for being here. And thanks for interviewing us. And we'll do the thing with the thing. And we're like, okay, so we hugged and shook hands with the handlers. No physical or eye contact with Vicki Lawrence at this point. She walks back into the studio. Or we're walking to the studio. And uh, so here's the thing. So this was also a little bit of a unique situation because she had a phone interview scheduled before our interview. So she had come early to the station uh, and then we were going to put her in a studio where she could make this phone call. So then Bradley and I had a minute to kind of connect on how awkward this was before we actually got to the interview. So she had 15 minutes on this other call. And then about in our second segment of our show, she was going to join us. And so we go into the studio together and we shut the door and we look at each other. We had planned two segments to talk to Vicki Lawrence. Very excited, full we questions. We so wanted this excited. is a woman that we've looked up to for years. Now we will admittedly sometimes fly by the seat of our pants. As this show is an indication right now. Yes. And so uh, sometimes we get a great big star that we're gonna talk to and we just go, Oh, we've got enough questions. We're fine. Vicki Lawrence, though, we were like, we really want this to go well, we want to impress her, we want to do a good job. We know we need to talk about hives, but we really want to talk about all the other stuff. And we only have two segments, so let's be really thoughtful about about how we're going to talk to Vicki Lawrence. So that was what had gone on before. Now, in this moment, we've just met Vicki Lawrence, and OMG, what? So we have this, we shut the door to the studio, and we look at each other, and we go, oh, gosh. I don't know what we're going to do now. What are we going to do now? Because 
if she's going to shove pictures of dogs in our listener's face and that's all, yeah. we're, we're now, done. To be fair, and why I say this is, wasn't the worst interview ever, is it really wasn't that bad of an interview if you went back and listened to it. I, from what I remember, there were very there was very little uh, in-depth. Like, she, like some stories, you put a nickel in them and they will go for days. Like, tell me about what it was really like to work with Carol Burnett. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. She was very clear, or uh, very uh, concise. Did not sort of extrapolate much right and so that's all i actually remember of the physical interview i remember just the whole time through the interview thinking wow this is really sad because in the break because we did keep her for two segments we ended up keeping her for two segments because she did fine when the microphones were on the second the microphone turned off she was back in retreat mode and it was so awkward. And it only went downhill from there. We will so. tell you how far downhill it went from there after this. And we'll also tell you some other really crappy interviews that we had. Uh, and then we'll tell you about some good ones. How about that? Yeah, that'd be fun, too. <laughs> after this. Well, welcome I'll back to Cobra Tells All. It's a very special episode of the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. This is our annual tradition. It's a beautiful day out here by the at the State Fair, by the way. Lots of sun and uh, lots of heat. It's. I mean, if you love sun and you want to get the last blast of summer, come out today, soak it up, because yeah. it's not going to last much Dress longer. accordingly, because it's warm. Uh, and uh, But you're right, it is a beautiful day, and on this beautiful Saturday, when we broadcast live from the State Fair for a, a very short, truncated version of the Colleen and Bradley Show, we have decided, you know, this is kind of a fun time to just let it all hang out and tell you stories, tell tales out of school. Uh, and we were just in the midst of talking about our uh, the time we met Vicky Lawrence. Yeah, it was a womp womp. It's kind of our biggest womp womp, which, you know, it's not the worst womp womp. I'm sure we've had yeah. uh, other interviews. I will say... We had anticipated something so much better because yeah. we really were excited. That was probably one of the interviews that we were the most excited about. And then, conversely, the most disappointed in. And really, it just kind of went downhill from there. And uh, I think we did get a picture, but the picture after the interview, you know, it's typical that we would like go out of the studio, take a quick picture um, so that we can have a record of that moment. There was like, no, she was literally like, she just like moved to the space where we were going to take a photo, was not paying attention to either of us. It was like weekend at Bernie's. And then when the camera went up, she was, you know, a perfect, beautiful smile. And then she was like, I'm out of here. Bye. She, and, she wouldn't put her arms around. Like, yes. we, you know, typically when you're taking a picture with somebody. It's just polite. It's polite to just kind of get in. Everybody kind of. And we put our arms around each other. And she wouldn't put her arms around us. And so I was like, I don't know what to do in this moment. And Bradley just was like, screw it. And just gripped. And I was like, fine, we're going in. And so we just kind of were yeah. like hugging her. But she was not interested. <laughs> she was totally like, she was just a mannequin. You know, again, like that's. It, the, the frustrating thing for us, because you're like, well, that doesn't sound like it was all that bad. But here's the the thing. Like, w- again, I'm telling you, like, sh- it's Vicki Lawrence. Right. She was... She's- She's not somebody who's currently like it wasn't it's not Brad Justin Pitt Bieber or right? Justin Bieber. Like or you'd Taylor expect Swift. Justin Bieber to be tuned out. Can we say Bella Thorne? She was totally. Can I say that? You can say whatever you want. Yeah. I don't know this. Don't you remember the well, Bella Thorne interview? Well, I remember it, but we didn't interview her. But she was totally yeah. She was so on I low didn't J, see I think. her. I saw her from afar, but I didn't interact with her. Um, and she was just like one of those people that like you can tell she lives in a bubble. Like people 
like basically like shift her from place to place without her actually having to do anything. Right. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why that's necessary because we've talked to so many celebrities who have huge stars and they are, you know, the kindest, gentlest, most down to earth people. And you're like, okay, so it doesn't have to be like that. No, absolutely not. In fact, actually, um, so we, one year during um, Manuary, which is a, a thing that we used to do during the month of January, we would kind of draft um, amazing local men, and then we would kind of wear, you know... It's basically just a hot a, man contest, exactly. okay? Well, one one year... So I, many of you maybe remember that James Denton, who is was known for his role as Mike the Plumber on Desperate Housewives, but has gone on to have a great acting career and does a lot of TV movies now, um, he lives locally. Locally. And so he had been drafted for Manuary and by, I think, Jason and Alexis. Uh, or no, maybe it was Mark. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who. But we would have a party. And James Denton came to the party. And I just remember thinking... He was thinking, just very kind. What and a kind... Gracious. And, yes. And, you know, he's... Everybody there recognized him. And he was just as engaged with any person who he spoke to. And, you know, it was... Such a nice juxtaposition so, from somebody like Vicki Lawrence. Indeed. Uh, I will say the person on the staff most likely to be Vicki Lawrence in an interview. Ooh, good. <laughs> oh, this kidding. is good. I'm totally kidding. But you know who is it, it would me? be? No. Wh- who do I'm you think kidding. it would be? Oh, see, now I feel like it's a quiz. <laughs> yeah, well, um, answer correctly. It, or Well, I, I have two answers. Okay, who are they? Well, it, my biggest answer is Lori. Yeah, but see, Lori is the most gracious and... Like, she really is. She's a diva. See, Okay, so somebody actually asked us. This is a good time for this. Yeah. Um, Kath, no, it wasn't Catherine. It Who was, was Angela. Our, Angela. Angela asked the question, who's a bigger diva, Lori or Julia? Well, the correct answer is... Julia. Gloria, or Lori. Lori oh, is Gloria. totally a bigger diva. Oh, okay, wait. So Don't you let's think? Let's define it, because here's the thing. You would That's think... That's hilarious. No, because you would think that Lori is the biggest diva. I think she is. But she, but that is not to say that she's a bitch. No, no, no. That, that is to say that she wants what she wants, yes. does not care what other people think, right. and will tell you that. Yes. Julia is the person who will uh, expect that everybody will bring her things from the refrigerator yes. or carry her stuff yes. from room to room. Yeah, certainly. But... <laughs> But Julia, there is a confidence with Lori that, um, you know, literally the president of the United States could be standing in front of her telling her to do something. And if she doesn't want to do it, she'd be like, why why would I do that? Or she would feel free to tell them why whatever they were asking her to do was a bad idea. Yeah. And then tell them what they really should do. Lori will also, Lori is the person that will always tell you the way everything should be. Yes. So even when you have opinions about something that maybe you've spent a little time knowing something about, Mm -hmm. Lori will tell you, oh, no, that's not the way that is. Right. Which I love her confidence. So I would say she's the bigger diva in a sort of traditional, like, Aretha Franklin diva sort of way. But if you are asking about the kind of diva who... uh, like well, Julia just thinks, Julia thinks she's a diva. Oh, that's okay. So, I like I like your take on so this. So my take would be, and again, I that's just my opinion, but I think Julia thinks she's a diva, and so she will do things like, honey, honey. can you like so for the first six months to a year of my job at my talk, she would have me um, sherpaing her stuff from her her desk to the studio, yes. which is all of fifteen uh, feet, if that. Yeah. So. But I would be every day carrying her bag because I would come out of the studio. Hey, Lori and Julie, you guys are up next. Actually, at that time, that wasn't the case. 
at that time it was we worked earlier in the morning and I was just sitting in the yes. prep room usually doing follow up stuff and she would say honey honey can you carry the uh, can you carry my bags in now also can we talk about this um, this is just gonna sound we're not this is just reality when Bradley and I do the show we walk with both of our hands, maybe one of us, we probably have our phone in our hands. Yeah. We walk into the room, yeah. we sit down in the seats, we log onto the computer in front of us, and that is, all the, that is all the baggage we carry. Lori and Julia, I don't know if they even use the computer. They have, like, I don't even know, three ring binders, notebooks, well, they're old newspapers. School. They're very old school, and so they have printed out. Each of them have out, two handbags. They, I, and to be fair, that's, that's their... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your thing, yes. and I'm sure that people, if they started a show today, would not do the things that you and I do, right. and they'd be like those old, you know, fuddy duddies. Right. So they've been doing the show for you know vi- like 13, 15, how many years? So what? It's 2018, two, sixteen years. Sixteen years. Yeah. Okay. So they have a very specific way of doing things that has not changed at all in those sixteen years. And so they have lots of physical paper. So that is why they actually do need more arms to carry yeah. things. But Julia also brings in like three bags. I'm like, what could you possibly need in a three-hour period that you need three handbags full of stuff? You know what the, what what she needs those for, right? No. She does her nails sometimes. Oh, that's true. She does. She does full exercises. A full face the first of time that I filled in with Julia, uh, I filled in because when I started on the station. I filled in a lot, and um, the first time I filled in with Julia, the in one of the breaks. So after we finished talking, she grabs um, a, a thigh. What is that called? Thigh a thigh master. master, like a Suzanne. She Summer's grabs thigh a master. thigh master. She's like, "Honey, we're gonna do th- thigh master now. One, two, three. Like, I'm like, girl, we're not doing a workout. This yeah. is a break. We're gonna just hang out. And she's like. She would drop and do... She's like, I'm going to do squats now. Yes. And she would do, you know, drop and do 15 squats. Push-ups. Any kind of yeah. workout. Also, we should uh, mention that um, that we do have in our studio, so should you ever really need a full workout, we do have a thigh master. We also have a barbells. set of... Uh, yep, hand weights. I yep. believe they're six or eight pounds or dumbbells not barbells Um, dumbbells we in our in in the production room or the place where the producer sits there's a stairmaster under the desk yeah so you can literally like step away the steps yeah which you did for like five minutes i mean i was like that's kind of fun you know you could just like this is three hours that i don't have to do anything i'm gonna stand or sit (laughs) that is the most activity that's gonna happen anyway so Diva, like Lori and yeah. Julia, they're both divas in their own way. Um, th- that is for sure. Yes, that absolutely. Sure. Now, I, can we, I, because we're on the topic of Lori and Julia, yeah. I feel like now is a great time to tell our favorite interview of theirs. 
our favorite interview of theirs. Mm. What does that mean? Well, how about I start the story? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Why don't you start it and then we'll tell it okay. on the other. Give people a hint. I'll give you a hint. Do you guys know this story? <laughs> well, they don't know that they if they know it or not yet. Okay. So, and by the way, 651-641-1071. If you have any burning questions you want us to answer, feel free to call. Leave a message with our friend Hope. <laughs> leave a message at the leave beep. Leave a message at the beep. She will pass it on to us. Uh, and also in our studio audience, also, if uh, in the break you want to ask a question, we'll take those and write them down. So, um... How many of you are familiar with Amy Purdy? If I just say the name Amy Purdy. Yep, a couple people. Um, like if, literally it was one girl in the back. Well, I saw two and one in the front. Oh, okay, um, sorry. So, Didn't see so when front. I say the name Amy Purdy, you might think, well, no, I don't know who that person is. So then I, I, will, I will give you a couple more identifying factors. She's a Paralympian, and she also competed on Dancing with the Stars. She's a Paralympian because... This, this is the worst story that I yeah, have ever been a part of it's telling. It's so classic. It's insane. So um, Amy Purdy uh, also um, had her legs amputated. And so she uh, competed on Dancing with the Stars with these amazing special legs that they made. Prosthetic legs. Prosthetic legs just for her dancing on Dancing with the Stars. She had written a book and she had come into town to do an interview. And I remember this day very clearly because I was leaving the office area as Amy Purdy was coming in. And we have a tendency to walk really fast in radio. And I walked around a corner and I almost ran square into her. And I looked at her and I thought, gosh, she's so... Who I, I didn't know she was coming in. And I saw her and I thought, what a beautiful woman. That She looks very familiar. And it took me all the way to the car to remember... Oh, that's Amy Purdy. So I turned on the radio, and what I heard was a disaster. And I'm going to tell you what that, that disaster, disaster was. was. So delightful. After this, and by that we mean not at all. On Cobra tells all, it's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Turn it on, girl. I know. Just because it's Saturday, don't mean we have to, you know. I mean, slack in every area. Yeah. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. It's a very special episode on dun, a dun, Saturday dun. on My Talk 107. All your secrets revealed. It is true. It's the Cobra Tell All episode. It's our second annual. Now it is a tradition because we're about halfway through our second time. Yeah. Right? Tomorrow it'll be an actual, or tomorrow, next year it'll be an actual annual tradition. Exactly. So far, we have told you uh, who has slept with whom at Project Down and Dirty. Actually, no. Yeah, if you missed it, you're going to have tell to just... You that because that never happened. Uh, well, yeah, well, that's true. We've well, slept with our, each other, but just not in that way. Yeah, we've like, shared literally shared beds. beds. Um, but we, I don't know. I Actually, I can't say that. I don't know what goes on with Jason and Alexis. True. I don't know what goes on with you and Holly when you're in your room together. I mean, we just watch TV. Okay. Um, um, if that. No, so we were just... So we were about halfway through the story of Lori and Julia's most awkward interview ever. And... Um, I had told you that it was with Amy Purdy. She's a Paralympian. She competed on Dancing with the Stars. And she had written a book. And that was why she was doing the interview circuit. And so she was in the studio with Lori and Julia for this interview. Can I just say that... Um, so. You should know that the way Lori and Julia normally do an interview, Lori would take the lead on the interview, right? Mostly That's, because she has usually read all of well, the book. Well, because, well, she's, yes, she's the one who's read all the book, and uh, Julia maybe didn't. So, anyway, Lori would do that, and she'd be like, hey, thanks for being here, Amy Party. Tell us what it's really like to be a Paralympian competing on Dancing with the Stars or some such thing, right? That would be a normal, typical question you'd expect someone to ask Amy Purdy uh, or something literally from her book like tell us about an influence you know growing up blah, 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 blah. right but Julia says at the outset and this is where you should know things are not gonna go uh, very well 
um, is that Julia says, I got this. I got this. I got it. Don't worry about it. I, I got, got it. this. I'm going to do. So she takes the interview. And, uh, well, Colleen, I'll let you take it from there. So, uh, Julia is now in charge of the interview with the beautiful Amy Purdy, who's come into the studio and is standing before them. Now, um, the, w- the place where I encountered this, now I've gotten into my car and I'm listening to this happen. And what I hear is the following. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Julia mm-hmm. starts sounding like she might ask a question, but instead tells starts to tell Amy Purdy about her life and when she you can tell that she doesn't know the question she's gonna ask this is like you know if you've been on the radio for five minutes or you've listened to the radio for five minutes you can tell when somebody doesn't know what they're going to ask because they will start to do all of this bobbing and weaving we call it meandering yeah they just start meandering all over the place instead of saying here's my question all of the sudden, they're just like, well, but you know, like in growing up, and then you did this thing, and so then one time, and we, what do you call your, do we want to go right your, to it? So what she says is, I just remember when you, when you woke up and you thought to yourself, I'm a, I, I, I'm a, well, what do you, what do you even call yourself with your no legs or ankles or feet? What do you call yourself with your, no, no, no sit with this for a minute. No, no legs. legs? No ankles, ankles or, or feet. feet. So what I love about this question is you can see her mind as her eyes. Like, you can just see it all happening as it's coming out of her mouth because she's like, she realizes that she has said no legs. Right. And then she just has to keep going. So With she's like, inventory. what's next? Uh, ankles, uh, feet. To which, like, my first reaction was, is there anybody that doesn't have uh Is there a scenario or, where you may have lost your Is there your anybody legs? that doesn't have ankles <laughs> that ha- What? I know. So, to her credit, Amy Purdy um, <laughs> no, made a, it, an awkward situation slightly less awkward by saying, well, I call myself a human being. Yeah, because she is. Now, you all... And you don't... I mean, I think what Julia... In, in all, you know, in all fairness to Julia, in her mind, the question that she should have had in front of her that very likely yes. was what she originally thought of asking is, what does it mean to be a Paralympian? I don't know. That at least could have been a, a like a viable question, sure. right? What does it mean to be a Paralympian? Not, what does it mean to, you know, what do you call yourself with your no legs, ankles, or feet? So, you might think, now, because I, I can see you all going, oh boy, that is awkward. And you might think that is the end of the oh, story. Oh, no. It gets so but much wait, better. There's, there's more. more. <laughs> so, um, Julia, then realizing that she has said something pretty offensive and possibly <laughs> insensitive, insensitive yeah. um, to Amy Purdy, uh, Lori interrupts. Lori kind of takes the Lori's reins like, back. Lori's like, oh, God, yes. Julia. You did it. Oh, Julia, my gosh. How, Julia, how could you? So then they go back, and they, you know, and so Lori kind of takes back over. The next opportunity that Julia has to speak, Julia says, I'm so sorry I made it awkward with that question making it more awkward oh but the only thing that gets more awkward is then she turns it this is the delightful like third act of this entire story so she acknowledges it which you know at this point maybe don't go back to the no legs ankles and feet thing we've been there so we're gonna move forward and just be like so how's your book selling i mean you know or hey we're gonna go to break yeah we'll be right back. we don't need to go back and revisit the (laughs) but instead she goes oh amy she turns a moment where a woman who has 
a Paralympian who has overcome the biggest obstacles most of us will ever face, right? Yes. She takes that moment and turns it into a feel sorry for Julia moment because right after she says... I, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't. With uh, oh, you don't understand how much they're going to make fun of they me. They are going to make fun of me. I am for so. This you guys have no idea. Now, three years later, we are. So she's now still trying to get sympathy from the woman that she just told <laughs> had no. <laughs> I mean, and what? that is why we can still tell this story. Yeah, and, uh, and it was a promo, so don't think we're yeah, telling anything out of school. No, no, no. In We've fact, been- actually. We still, we still have the audio at the station oh, and sure have on occasion yeah. indulged in listening to it's it just, for a moment. It, it, it is it's such a delightful reminder for those of us on the radio to remember that when you have uh, someone like Amy Purdy or any celebrity guest, that you have a plan, yeah. be that you prepared. have questions. And, you know, Colleen and I will be the first to tell you, we have failed miserably in interviews, mm-hmm. never so spectacularly as to point out someone's lack of ankles. Or feet. Or feet. Or legs, for that or matter. legs, for that matter. All of it. But, um, but yeah, no, so, I, you know, for that we can appreciate uh, the reminder we learned that day. It was a pretty spectacular moment uh, on the Lori and Julia show, which we got tons of mileage out of on the Colleen and Bradley show. We should remind people, this is our Cobra Tell All episode. This is an annual event. <laughs> We've done it once. We so. did it last year, and this is our second year. So it's a tradition now, and thank you for being a part of our tradition. And, and basically what we're doing is telling our favorite stories about uh, people that we've encountered on My Talk 1071, people that we work with on My Talk 1071. And if you have any questions, we are happy to answer them. You can call 651-641-1071, leave a message with Hope, and she'll pass it on to us. Uh, and if you're here live, you can certainly uh, come over and ask us a question in the break and we'll try to make sure we work it in so you know lest you think that we are gonna you know cast aspersions on our co-hosts uh we we are turn it back on us we can totally turn this back on ourselves because we um we actually almost lost our job once on the radio a true story and not because we of anything we said no it had nothing to do with anything we said and it actually wasn't even on our show no um that we almost caused our own well i should say let me put it this way we caused our own perceived firing. Yes. That's a, 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 that sounds a little mysterious, but yep. you know, when we come back, I think we can give people a... If you've ever heard of the stink bomb incident... Um, this actually... I see some nodding heads, yeah. so yeah. Well, one from somebody who works in the building well, I and mean, probably I was effect, affected by the stink <laughs> probably bomb. Probably had opinions um, by the, un, the atomic... Uh, stink bomb that so was unleashed. We're just gonna. I'm just gonna because we have about a minute. I'm just gonna start by telling you that this all began with an episode of Here Comes Honey Boo Boo, which is a show that Bradley yeah, and we'll I loved. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not blaming. I'm oh, blaming us. Okay, fine. Yeah. So uh, there was an episode where they had they had these things called fart bags, and we were like. I mean, we're 12. We're in. I instantly went on Amazon, bought a box, a case of fart bags, which I still own, by the way. I think I've used the one that you'll hear about. Um, Yes. And when Bradley says he bought a case, exactly how many are in that case? 70? At least, yeah. At least 70. Yeah. 70 fart bags. Um, We're going to tell you about the only one that has ever been used and how that all went down when we come back on the Cobra Tell All episode on the Colleen and Bradley show this Saturday at the Minnesota State Fair. Also, really quickly, thank you to our broadcast sponsor, The Walk to End Alzheimer's, for uh, bringing you today's State Fair broadcast. We'll be back after this on My Talk 107.1.